What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we discuss faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal. Today is no different, and we are getting into a fantastic episode, as always, called Enochian Codex Reveals Forbidden Secrets of Heaven. This is the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, episode number 358. What is up, Missy? How are you doing? It's me, Dolly. How are you doing? Hope you're having a beautiful day. Earth 369, what is going on? Missy says, hey, fam. Thank you, Missy. I appreciate you, my friend. Jane, thank you for joining. Jacqueline, thank you. Craig, appreciate you guys. Stephen Jordan, thanks for being here. As you guys join over here on Facebook, YouTube, and X as well, um, we're going to be diving into uh, some things today that I think uh, just need to be addressed, if you will. Um, and and some of those things uh, for me are the fact that Book of Enoch has been taken literal for far too long. And um, I've gotten into the literal interpretation of it many different times through ancient astronaut theory. Again, if it's a literal Ancient astronaut theory is the only thing that I personally see that can explain how any of it may have actually happened. Now, what I'm into right now and what I've been teaching on this channel, what I've been proposing, what we've been exploring within our community is esotericism, which means none of it is to be taken. Literally, it means it's all allegorical. It's all symbolic. It's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about the human condition, if you will. And it has nothing to do with the literal interpretation of the text. So I've put together some fantastic little pieces today, uh, and I'm going to drop them on the screen. So we're going to talk about Enoch's ascent into heaven here. And I've got uh, verses that I've quoted directly from uh, either the Bible or the book of Enoch. And so today, Enoch's ascent to heaven, spiritual transformation, uh, and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God. It took him. Now we've talked about the literal interpretation of this many times. Getting into that, there's a lot of issues with that. There's a lot of issues with A, where's the historical evidence? B, um, what do they look like? What tribe are they from? Where do they come from? All of these things, you know, and there's a thousand different opinions on that. Everybody disagrees, it seems like. Uh, every time I post a fantasy photo of Enoch and he's blue like he is here, somebody tells me that he's the wrong ethnicity, guys. That is that is a huge issue. Like you will never approach spiritual enlightenment and understanding and unity on earth if we're going to literally argue about a blue character and picture that i've depicted as i mean he looks like a genie to me right uh that's kind of what i was going for is like this transfigured you know angelic version of enoch so you know i don't have a lot of control over like tweaking facial features and making him look a certain way beyond just telling it to make him blue or something like that so um in the you know in the light of trying not to offend anyone of course we offend everyone right so my point is this is a huge issue when we look at book of enoch and we try to say this is literal or you look at the bible and you say no this is literal guys that causes division it causes arguments it causes family fallouts it causes literal 
uh, conflicts around the world. I mean, these things are, it's time that we stop and we get the fruit out of these texts and put the rest of it back on the shelf. In my humble opinion, I can't tell you what to do, but from my point of view, like it's time that we just look at these texts, even the Bible as, okay, what if none of it happened? What is the message? How does it better my life right now? How does it better my relationship with a quantum all purveying intelligent universe? How does it improve my relationship with that, my experience of that? Because if we're not asking those questions, what are we really doing, guys? Come on. So this is my effort today to just really, you know, crush through the doctrine and dogma that even in the more mystical traditions seems to be uh, just hanging on for dear life, if you will. So Missy says, as long as one keeps perceiving separation, it will exist. Absolutely, Missy. Absolutely. What is up, Big Stick Bob? Says, hey, how are you, my friend? Craig says, it's uh, always about the message, never the messenger. Absolutely, my friend. Um, Alexander, thank you for joining today. Tim, thank you for being here. Appreciate you guys. So we're going to talk about, again, um, Enoch walked with God. We look at that as literal, then, you know, okay, God has got to be some sort of alien that took him up physically, right? Or he was unalived and dropped down on the road, you know, rolled down into a ditch and uh, his spirit ascended or whatever, you know. And I don't think that's what the text is talking about. Um, and so my esoteric interpretation of this is Enoch's ascent can be viewed as symbolic representation of spiritual transformation, suggesting an elevation beyond earthly existence towards a higher state of consciousness. So, um, again, symbolic here walked with God, redefined God, walked within the universe, was it was encompassed and embodied within the universal consciousness, the yin and the yang, making the two into one. Um, and as the symbolic representation here, uh, he's elevated in consciousness and seemingly is disappeared to many, many people. Guys, how many of you have had that? Like you raise your consciousness you start seeing things, you start understanding things differently. Um, and all of a sudden, people that used to talk to you don't talk to you anymore. And it's not even that they go out of their way like, oh, I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, it's the idea of you're not on the same frequency. You're not tuned into that channel. They're not even thinking about you. Even if they're thinking about you, um, they're not actually reaching out to you. They're thinking about a past version of you or a different timeline version of you, if that makes sense. So, uh, lean not onto your own understanding. Well, that's, I mean, that's pretty, you know, good advice, right? Uh, that's pretty good advice if you want to keep people from thinking. Um, so why do we, why do we believe that? Why do we believe lean not on your own understanding? So let's look that up. I love it when people drop verses in here. So lean not on your own understanding there we go trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding uh this is from proverbs guys you know proverbs again very very esoteric book um and again this lord was a cultural lord it was a deity named yahweh um and whether you believe yahweh was a literal deity or it's a, a tulpic deity uh, being something that was agreed upon and created in the spirit realm by a lot of different people. Um, the, the choice is totally up to you. Um, but, you know, many, many times in the Bible, we see that this particular Lord is not 
you know, sitting in the thrones of heaven, sitting in some spiritual realm, but rather actually dwelling amongst the people and has a tent set up for him and uh, comes down in fire and smoke and everything. Thank you so much for the superpower, honeybee. I appreciate it. I need the superpower today. So uh, trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. Again, you better ask yourself, what Lord am I trusting in? Am I trusting in the Lord of the flesh? Am I trusting in the Lord of the earth? Am I trusting in the Lord of mammon? Am I trusting in the Lord of all creation and consciousness and the quantum uh, realm? You know, ask yourself that because again, these are very old scriptures. Not all of them are talking about the same thing. Some of them are talking about cultural understandings of what God is. And we have to define for ourselves what God is. And that's what I am. Um, that's what I'm personally committed to doing is experiencing God every day. Uh, Demex is where are you finding this information? Uh, it's just publicly available out there. You can read the Sumerian tablets. Uh, there's thousands of different uh, compendiums of Sumerian, Babylonian, and Akkadian mythologies, which all tie to the Canaanite pantheon. And the Canaanite ties to the Hebrew, the Hebrew ties to the Christian. It's all the same, you know, everything is, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Um, and I'm not accusing anybody of any anything like plagiarism or anything like that. Uh, it's just the fact that all of these traditions stem from a common, you know, ancestor, if you will, of belief systems. Um, and so we get down the road and you have more and more and more cultural layers on everything Flash forward to today, 2,000 years later, after the time of Jesus, and here we are. Uh, we all have our own cultural opinions about everything, especially here in the United States, right? Um, you know, you ask anybody on the street here in the United States, uh, who is God? Um, and I am, let's see, hold on, on live. Got to text my wife. She's calling me. So, um, you know, you ask anybody here in the United States, hey, who is God? Uh, you say, oh, yeah, he's he's the most blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, she is dot, dot, dot. Or, oh, I don't believe in God. Oh, okay, well, do you believe in like an intelligent universe? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody has a different point of view, right? So huge, huge, huge spans of consciousness and different understandings of all of these things. Um, and all of the information I'm sharing today is directly from the Book of Enoch with my interpretation on it. Um, you can you know, put your own interpretation on it. What I just shared was from Proverbs. So uh, that's number one, you know, Enoch's ascent to heaven. You know, if you want to look at it as a literal thing, that's up to you. But if you look at it as literal, you miss out on your experience of that. And that's that's really what today is about. I can't tell you which way to believe. I can't even tell you um, I believe this way or that way because I'm not here to tell you what I believe. Um, because that changes day in and day out, guys, and it should, right? Everybody's belief systems should evolve, uh, should ebb and flow based on uh, what vibrational state they're in, right? There are days I'm like, oh yeah, it's totally aliens. It's gotta be, it's gotta be. All these gods are just aliens and we're just all floating around in the middle of space. Then there's days I'm like, it's a simulation. None of it's real. I made every god out there. I made all of you. Uh, and then the next day I'm like, eh, I don't know. I wasn't there. Let's just explore it. So um, and I've got a great quote for you. I'm about to post this out online. Not everyone who wanders is lost, okay? But I'm going to add to that. Not everyone who wonders is actually looking for an answer, okay? And that's the that's one of my things is like, I'm not always looking for you or 
Bob or somebody to answer my question. It's, you know, my life is one perpetual existential, uh, you know, rhetorical question to myself, right? Um, and therefore, I'm not really like looking, you know, if I want someone's advice, I'll message them and be like, hey, what do you think of this, right? Uh, a lot of times I'll post content, you get all of these things. And I love it. I love, I love hearing what people think. But at the end of the day, guys, I'm not lost. I'm not looking to be saved here. I'm looking to explore, have some fun. I was literally incarnated on this planet to remind everyone, have fun with it, okay? You're not here to be born, get programmed with some rules, go to college, get a good job, have a family, eat, work, and die, okay? That's not why you're here, okay? You're here to learn. You're here to grow. You're here for a life's work. Most of us, it takes us thousands of lifetimes, right, to figure that out, to, to even wake up and, and have awareness of, oh, my gosh, what is, what is this really? The spoon isn't real, as I've talked about before from the Matrix movies. You know, you don't bend a spoon with your mind. You warp your mind around it and realize that the spoon is not real. You're only bending yourself. And so um, the more we get down the rabbit hole of this stuff, that's why. Um, I can just literally sit over here with popcorn and watch people argue all day long about the literal interpretations of these texts when at the end of the day, I just, I don't think that gets us anywhere. If they're literal, then we got a whole bunch of aliens running around guys that, that we've totally just slept on. Like, where are these gods at? Why did we even worship them in the first place? And what's the true purpose of humanity, right? Um, and is there a world where ancient astronaut theory and esotericism can live together? Oh, absolutely. I think that everything that can happen in the 3D world is a representation of uh, the, you know, the actual spiritual realm for sure. Um, so watcher angels. This is another huge, huge debate topic. Uh, and I'm not trying to get anybody riled up today. Uh, this is not a religious channel. Uh, if you're looking for any kind of like dogmatic answer you're not in the right place because this is all about having fun and enjoying the process i swear guys i want to enjoy the process and when we argue and debate and somebody has to prove somebody else right or wrong it takes all the fun out of it consider my channel a fantasy channel until you practice some of it and go oh wow that works that's cool um so that's really how i approach everything and i hope you guys can respect that and approach it like that with me. The Watcher Angels, Guardians of a Cosmic Order. Uh, the Watchers showed me every kind of their punishments. Now, that's a pretty weird verse, right? That's an Enoch, uh, 1 Enoch 21.6. The esoteric interpretation is the Watcher Angels can be interpreted as cosmic custodians revealing punishments that reflect the inherent balance and justice maintaining cosmic order again rather than being like punishments like you did something wrong it's more like an order it's like an if this then that system right uh you know if you fall in vibration you're going to experience dot 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 if you get out of orbit you're going to experience dot 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 right sorry i'm trying not to sneeze all over the microphone today my allergies are absolutely running rampant Scott says, do you think we live in a simulation? Some days I do. Some days I know we do. Some days I have, you know, I'm, I'm so aware of the simulation that I can just, I can make anything happen, right? Like, I think we all have those days. Then there's some days where I'm just like, yeah, if I can tie my shoes today, then that was a good day. You know, simulation aside, 
let me just get my shoes tied. Like that's really how I, you know, or allergies. Can I just not sneeze all? I just sneezed like a thousand times before I went live today. It's things like that that remind us, oh no, you're real. You're in the flesh. Don't, don't, don't forget about the pain. Don't forget about the fact that the only thing you need to protect is this meat suit that you've been given, right? Like we, we live in survival mode every day and survival mode guys is what makes people argue about the literal interpretations because People are trying to survive and they want to survive into the next realm of life rather than living there now. That's the scariest thing for most people is to live in the supernatural realm right now because it's absolutely terrifying. But if you can face it head on, then you can be found worthy as the scriptures talk about and you can reign over the all as we talked about the other day with uh, the gospel of Thomas. So Cynthia says, love you. Thank you so much, my friend. Hail Lord Anki and our mother Nima, true creator, everything, all humankind, brother. Amen. Ia. Ia Naruto. Thank you, uh, my brother. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, love me some Lord Inky, guys. Love me some Lord Inky. Um, you know, again, do I think he's the creator of the universe? No. Like if if it um if it comes down to it, you know, he's a maker god, right? Uh he genetically, you know, programmed what we have today, what we live in. And essentially through his uh, affairs with human women made it possible for the entire human race to wake up and ascend and become godlike as well. Um, and so it has nothing to do with particular bloodlines like all the conspiracy theorists want to tell you about. It has to do with the fact that, hey, all these stories, whether they happen or not, guys, it's an esoteric representation of you have a code within you that allows you to become a real boy, just like Pinocchio, right? You can wake up and realize I am real and this ain't it, okay? Like when I look in the mirror and I look in my eyes, I'm not just looking into biologic eyes. Like I'm staring into my own soul. What is that even about? If you ever just looked at yourself in the mirror for like more than five minutes, studied yourself, studied all the little biological twitches and everything you have going on and the fact that you can't not blink and you know all these things and you got blood running through your veins and you just feel so weird i'm in a weird mood today by the way guys because i'm tired of arguing about the literal interpretation why are we arguing about it like there is life beyond arguing about the bible and politic and economic and all of these things that's part of the system and the trap that is perpetually the hamster wheel that we live in and i'm hoping today for myself by the way big secret uh one of my friends just released a video online talking about he makes every video for himself hello so do i by the way most good creators do if i have a question if i have a concern if i have something that's bugging me something that's got me buzzing i'm going to share it and, and uh, ultimately i know other people are too because I'm tapped into the collective consciousness. So supposed to be one, one with everything. Absolutely, my friend. Iron says, love it shall set us free. Absolutely, love that video. Honeybee says, Seth and Ethan says, I literally had this conversation in the sauna today. Dude, that is awesome. That is awesome. Honeybee says, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. Craig, thank you very much for liking the live. You guys drop some hearts. Uh, by the way, if you love this, if you like my weird energy today, let me know. Uh, the best way that I know which videos do the best is the gifts that I get on them. 
So at the end of every month, uh, whenever I get a bunch of tips on a video, I'm able to see, hey, you guys want more of that content. So if you really vibe on something and you enjoy the energy of something, please consider dropping stars on Facebook. You can find the little star icon when you go to comment on this video. Um, and then on TikTok, you can do gifts on TikTok. Uh, we're going for the lightning hands right now. So if you want to drop some lightning hands, uh, those only cost you, I think it's just a couple of bucks for those. Uh, you'll have to look in the little menu, but you just, just tip like you would normally on there and it'll all add up as well. So uh, same thing, if you are on YouTube, there's supers on YouTube. Please consider dropping those. You can choose your direct amount on YouTube. It's super easy. So those really help me gauge like, hey, this was a good episode. Like, hey, uh, and it helps push the algorithm and it helps invest back into the content that I'm working on. So Tim Barry, thank you so much. Tim, by the way, the stars are actually virtual gifts. You'll have to go to the star menu, purchase the stars, and then donate them directly to this channel. So the star emojis, guys, I know a lot of people don't understand this because these platforms aren't great about explaining it, but they're like, uh, you know, if you're at a concert uh, or you're at a nice restaurant and somebody's playing music and you go and tip them in a tip jar, it's kind of the same thing here. So like emojis don't actually support the channel, but actually purchasing the virtual stars and then donating them to my channel helps out a ton. So thank you. Thank you guys for that. I really appreciate that. Again, just a little PSA because the platforms are not great about communicating that. Thank you, Dana, for the rose. I appreciate you guys. Uh, see, exactly, exactly. You guys get it. I know you do. I, you know, the platforms just, uh, they don't tell everybody like, here's how to support your favorite creators. I wish they did. Martin, thank you for the lightning hands. Martin, I was just talking about your video on creating for yourself. And I said, that's the biggest secret behind like every uh, YouTuber, TikToker out there is, you know, if you if you make something, you're like, oh, I think the audience will like this. Guys, those are my biggest flops. When I make something because I'm like, I'm fed up with dot, 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 or I am vibing on this today, and I make a video like that, normally someone resonates with it. Those are the videos that get the big play. Those are the, the, the videos that literally get a million views on my channels uh, or the ones that, it, you know, minimum get a couple hundred thousand. And so it's really, really important to be authentic and create for ourselves because if this is our world, let's keep programming it. Let's keep having fun with it, right? Martin says, right on. Matthew says, uh, I'm about to be homeless because of what I believe, uh, because my family are Christian Zionists. Matthew, I am so sorry to hear that, my friend. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I've heard that story all too many times, and we've got uh, several people in our community that are in similar situations. Um, I will tell you, I pray for you, my friend. Uh, I encourage you to share your story. Use the power of the internet. Don't ever shame anyone. I'm not telling you to go shame your family. But I promise you there's people out there that you can build community with. Uh, they can help support you in your journey. So, um, you know, that's the best advice I have, you know, is um, to that, you know, your family may not understand, but there are literally millions of people out there that will. And whether you uh, work for stars on TikTok or whatever, um, it might be the difference between, you know, having to actually be homeless or being able to buy a nice camper van or something like that. Um, or rent, rent your own place or whatever. So don't downplay the power of the internet uh, with sharing a loving and respectful but authentic you know, story of you. So uh, again, not telling anybody to shame anyone. I try to keep you know, people's names and all that stuff out of my content if I'm dealing with stuff in real life. Um, but I think it's really, really powerful to just be able to share 
your story with people. So I hope that blesses you. Maybe that helps. You're always welcome to reach out to me if you guys ever want tips or stuff on uh, content creation, stuff like that. Uh, just hit me up. You know, I'm, I'm here to help. Um, I don't, I don't do that for money anymore, but I'm always here to support other creators. So, um, because I'm a full-time creator, so I've, I've failed a lot and I know what not to do and what to do and all of the stuff. So, uh, Rebecca says I'm the black sheep of my family. It works out. Trust the journey. Amen. Rebecca, I totally, totally vibe with that. Rachel, how are you, my friend? Welcome to the stream. Rachel Marie says I'm in the community. Uh, I just have to figure out how to join the zoom type calls. Rachel, yes, they are on Saturdays and Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights is a community kind of meetup. It's run by our moderators. You can just drop by at any point starting at 6.30 Central. Um, and then Saturdays are 11 a.m. Central. Um, and then, you know, I don't know what the correlation is to where everybody is, but it's Central time at 11 a.m. And all you have to do is uh, log in to my website, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Click on uh the login at the top and then click on the product the community product and you'll go into there and you'll see either at the top or at the bottom depending on if you're on android or iphone or computer or mac or all the stuff it's going to be in a different place but look for the meetups tab okay it doesn't say zoom it says meetups because it's actually not the product zoom it's a similar product called meetups so just look for that hopefully that helps you could always message me on the platform if you need a direct link, uh, just hit me up before the call so I can source a link for you. Uh, you know, hit me up 30 minutes early or something and I'll, I'll get you a direct link to it. So anyway, thank you so much. Hopefully, uh, well, Scott, yeah, I don't know much about that. I, I do know the idea of looking, you know, I posted today looking for a physical kingdom is something that I'm really, uh, really been questioning a lot. Like, and I think it's a good thing to question it because, you know, I, I released a video this week on, uh, where Jesus says, uh, if your leaders tell you that the kingdom is in the sky, the birds are closer than you. If they tell you it's in the ocean, then the fish are closer than you. Truly. I tell you the kingdom is within you and it is outside of you. Um, and that actually ties to a canonical verse where Jesus literally says in your midst, in most translations, but that is not what it means. If you look at the Greek on that, it actually means within. It's intos, and the actual exact phrase um, is Basalia Theos Intos, uh, Kingdom of God within Basalia Theos Intos. Um, and I'm, I'm going to get that tattooed on my back at some point because I've got to remember that. We all have to remember that. Like, quit looking for something outside of ourselves and start looking within, right? Because you have all the answers that you need. Your ego doesn't, okay? Like Cub, I don't go, oh, Cub, what do you think? No, I go like higher self, God within me, what What am I supposed to do? Higher source of consciousness, please guide me, right? Damascus, thank you for sharing. Uh, it's John 14, 6. Thank you very, very much. Um, I'm horrible with numbers. That's what people are like, what, what verse is that? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I remember my birth date half the time, so... Uh, numbers are not my strong suit. So, um, so, uh, is the guide within you or outside of you? So what Jesus is talking about in the Gnostic scriptures is more of a quantum realm, right? He's talking about the fact that the metaphysical particles of God, father, mother, child, energy wave particle are all around us and our consciousness affects them. Our observation of them, our faith in them 
affects them and affects us. It's a cyclical um, association. Uh, Gnosticism is where it's at. Uh, absolutely, Matthew. Um, and by the way, just so you guys know, like I am, I'm not here to push Gnosticism. I'm not here to push Enochian magic. I'm not here to push Nordic belief systems or paganism. Guys, I love it all. I, I literally love it all. Like, why can't I eat at the buffet of spirituality? Who ever said that you have to pick one thing? Uh, the whole point when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, or the light, he's talking about the I am, okay? He wasn't saying me, ego. He said, ego exists. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. But again, was he like, let's let's quit looking at it so literally because there's things that, you know, we go, oh, well, I don't believe that literally happened. But but he surely meant him. He surely meant his person, his his person, his ego. Guys, I don't think that's what he was talking about. I think he was talking about through me, through the I, through the I am, right? Through the self. Um, and I really, really believe that's what he was talking about. So, um, you know, and if you don't, that's fine. If you um, like still sit at the feet of him as a guru or whatever, um, or a savior, that that I have no issue with that. I view him as a brother personally, because I believe we are all Christ's, okay? I believe that I am uh, brothers in arms with Christ himself, right? And in fact, we are one. We are of one family. We are one. Um, and so I have no issue with saying that or feeling that, uh, honeybee says, absolutely. God, I am MR says, absolutely. Uh, so the secrets of heaven, hidden knowledge, uh, this is the secret of the mighty ones, which are in the presence of God and are revealed to them in their season. One Enoch nine, six, uh, again, the esoteric interpretation of this would be, the secrets of heaven can be viewed as hidden knowledge, accessible only at specific times, unveiling profound truths about the nature of existence. And uh, not necessarily time as in a bound by the clock by time, but at certain frequencies, at certain states of consciousness, right? Put yourself in the right state of consciousness and boom, you access the secret knowledge of the watchers, of the heavenly ones, right? Um, and so Martin asks, what are we talking about today? Today's title is Enochian Codex Reveals Forbidden Secrets of Heaven. And I should have parenthesized only if you read it this way. And that's what we're teaching through today uh, for myself too, is I'm really trying to graft myself to the esoteric representation. I've been reading the Gnostic Bible recently. I just picked up The Secret Teachings of All Ages by Manly P. Hall. And uh, understanding that all things are meant to teach us something is, I think, one of the, the biggest things that separates a religious person from a spiritual person. And uh, it doesn't mean either is better, but it's a different approach, okay? A religious person might approach things through, I need to do this and I need to do this, and this is the right way to dot, dot, dot. A spiritual person says, I'm here to experience good, bad, or ugly, and I am going to learn and make my own decisions based on that experience. It's where a lot of people warn and they say, oh, well, you're, that's doctrine of demons, or you're inviting demons into your life, or blah, 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 whatever. Um, and so, but again, most people don't even understand what a daemon actually is, or an angle of light, an angel actually is, right, on the esoteric level, uh, specifically. So, um, so that's that's how I would view that that one right there, personally. 
Uh, and then Celestial Journeys. I'm trying to burn through these. I've got seven. Um, and I've got something this evening. So I want to make sure I burn through it. I won't be going quite as long as normal. So if you do have questions, please drop them now. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. I really appreciate you. Who dropped that? Tim Barry. Thank you so much, my brother. Uh, God bless you, my friend. I appreciate that. Really, really helps. Uh, I just joined your tribe, did the year because I liked uh, the number. Oh, dude, that is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, did you join today? Yesterday? Um, I noticed someone joined yesterday and I need to make a welcome post today. I haven't done it yet, but I promise I will. Thank you so much for your support. I hope you love it. Uh, I got a ton of new content coming to the Academy, so I really, really hope you enjoy that. Um, if you join the Academy, I, I don't, I have my, my phone on do not disturb. So, but I'll, I'll hit you up, uh, when we're done. So thank you for your support and I hope you love it. Uh, Gio says, what is your opinion about Mary was impregnated by aliens that we never knew his father and that Jesus was repairing his ship before he descended? Um, yeah, I mean, if it's literal, like that makes total sense. If it's not literal, if he didn't exist, if there's no historical evidence for it, because by the way, there's people that argue both, um, then, then what, like, um, maybe all of that was added. Maybe he was just a weird mystical guy that taught, um, exactly how to build a light body, exactly how to escape the material realm. And we totally missed the mark on it because we tried to tie him to ancient Anunnaki, uh, to ancient Sumerian, Babylonian, Akkadian, Hebrew, Canaanite, um, Egyptian gods, right? We tried to tie him to all of that rather than let it be what it was, which was really mystical teachings from a really rad dude hanging out in the Middle East 2,000 years ago. Uh, did he exist? Did he not exist? Does it even matter? Because isn't it about being in the Mediterranean, like the the middle being in your heart chakra, like everything that he talked about and all the places he went for me, they represent like parts of the body, like parts of the self, right? Um, can all of that exist with the literal interpretation? Sure. Absolutely. But for today's purposes, um, you know, again, if, if it's literal, then yeah, it, she would have to be artificially inseminated by some extraterrestrial entity or angel or whatever, like, you know, it wasn't a spirit, right? It wasn't some, you know, freak of nature that she just ended up with child, right? No, it was, it was most likely something like that, or it was something that was a cover up, or it was something that, um, again, he was just a guy that asked a whole lot of questions at a young age, started reading and learning and traveled with his rich uncle, uh, Joseph of Arimathea, and then essentially started breaking the system down. He was deconstructing the system for people and people didn't like it. And therefore, uh, they tried to unalive him. And uh, he understood higher consciousness, uh, how to manipulate his own body, how to manipulate his own consciousness and how to connect directly with the father, a.k.a. the quantum energy, right? 444 on the clock. Thank you, Shelly. I appreciate that. Tim, awesome, awesome. Yeah, we had someone join for the year yesterday. Um, Tim said just joined today. Good for you, brother. Thank you, and I will. Uh, I'll be reaching out to you and make a welcome post with an orientation that kind of has all the info on it. So look for that inside the community. Uh, it'll have the apps you can download and everything. So I always tell people do it on the computer first, just to get it 
kind of the lay of the land over there. You can bookmark it on the computer and then log in on your phone uh, using the app. So Jesus Yeshua is mentioned in several other dogmatic texts, the Quran, the Hindu texts. Uh, he was said to be a prophet and a master teacher. Absolutely. Absolutely. So to like, um, thank you, Molly. Molly says, welcome, bros. Molly is an awesome part of our community. She's one of our moderators. Thank you, Molly, for everything you do. Thank you, Shelly, for everything you do. Thank you for Honeybee. Got several moderators on here today. Love you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, looking forward to meeting all the new people. But I, I love that, Molly, because, you know, why are we trying to brand him under one particular point of view? I mean, go look at Lord Krishna and tell me that's not Jesus. Go look at Buddha and tell me that's not Jesus. Like, why do we... Why do we assume that his consciousness could only incarnate once? Like uh, the whole idea of you have 60, 70, 80, 100 years here and that's it. Guys, come on. There's got to be so much more else. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It only transmutes into different forms. So what's going on here, right? Uh, Honeybee says, love you and our community. Thank you, my friend. God broke his own commandments making Jesus. Well, yeah, right? Right? I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, but again, was it his commandments? Whose commandments were those? That was the commandment of the flesh, guys. You got to remember that. The Ten Commandments, this is all love and respect, all different traditions, guys. You know that because I'm, I'm equal here. Um, but I'm telling you, those are the commandments of the flesh. There was a commandment set before that if you read other ancient texts, and it included a whole lot more. And it was a lot more akin to what Jesus was talking about, the law of love, rather than the law of the flesh. The law of the flesh was survival. The law of love is ascension. Two different things. You can look at them, uh, go read them, study them deeply. The God that gave those through Moses was a different entity uh, by all intents and purposes. Whether you see him as literal or esoteric, still a different spirit, a different entity, right? Uh, his father was not terrestrial. Ron Wyatt had, uh, some dried sub substance found under the rock of the dome. Uh, and the only material had DNA. I have not heard that Polly. I have not heard that. Thank you for sharing. Uh, I'll have to look that up. I always like to look it up and get more data. So, um, thank you for sharing. So, um, those are, let's see. Okay. Here's a, here's a really, really good one. This is Celestial Journeys uh, of Enoch here. Okay, let me bring it up so we can all see it together. Okay, Celestial Journeys, Soul's Evolution. I went in until I drew nigh to a wall which is built of crystals and surrounded by tongues of fire. This is one Enoch 14.9. Clearly, guys, sounds like an LCD screen, a liquid crystal display. Sounds like some sort of led screen like i mean if an archaic person saw this of course they're gonna go these are you know these are crystal walls illuminated crystal walls that he didn't have a clue right if it's literal if it's not literal here's the esoteric version of it esoteric by the way if you don't know just means hidden it just means that it's uh hidden knowledge it's like under the surface you got to dig a little bit deeper it's like it's not face value it's like if you've ever seen a treasure map Many of us have not, right? I mean, come on. Um, but, it, you know, if you see movies with a treasure map, you know, and it's like, oh, you got to heat it up with the candle. There's a hidden encoded message in it. That's what esotericism is. It's the idea that these texts are not meant, even if they were literal documentations of something that happened or mythologies, that there's still 
an esoteric component to them. So uh, esoteric interpretation of this is celestial journeys can be interpreted as symbolic representations of the soul's evolution, navigating through spiritual challenges presented by the crystal wall and fiery tongues. Now, remember, in uh, esoteric spiritual circles, uh, crystalline knowledge is a very, very important component of ascension. When you begin to connect to a crystalline network or a quantum network, or uh, you are connecting through the Akashic, you're accessing all knowledge through time and space. And that is a very important component of understanding what Enoch might be talking about here, what the book of Enoch might be talking about. Remember, he did not write it. So again, this is like someone's fan fiction saying, I, Enoch, wasn't written anywhere near uh, to his day. It was written uh, much, much, much later. So, uh, but why do I look at it? Why do I like the book of Enoch? Because it represents the oral tradition, most likely, you know, that was handed down and down and down. And so it was a retelling of a lot of those lores, legends, and myths, uh, as much of the Bible is, by the way, as much of the Bible is. Um, and I don't only talk about Bible stuff on here, by the way, but um, I end up kind of talking about the Bible a lot because it all circles back to it. Again, not to be religious, it's just because it's one of the world's most well-known spiritual texts. I also talk about the Vedic texts, the Bhagavad Gita, the um, Dhammapadas, talk about a lot of different things. So um, let's see. Uh, Martin says, in my opinion, the esoteric interpretation is the more meaningful and helpful story. Exactly. And that's exactly what I started this episode for today is to reveal you know, the literal ones. Okay, cool. Sure. We were visited by aliens and they terraformed and they genetically modified. And that's how humans got here. They took a monkey and they took their DNA and there we go. And here we're here. Right. Um, but is that really helpful? I mean, yeah, it can be if you look at it esoterically and I'm going to actually do an esoteric deep dive on ancient astronaut theory next, which is going to be a wild one. I'm going to see if I can keep track of it, but I've figured out some really interesting devices on what the Anunnaki were doing and how we can literally reverse engineer their system to become gods on this earth right now. Um, and it's, it's a wild series that I'm about to start probably in January. So look for that soon. But, um, but yeah, for me, the esoteric is like, let's pretend that none of it happened. Let's pretend it's all mythology then the meaning is in the mythos, right? The meaning is in the mythos. By the way, what is mythos? Uh, mythos, the meaning of mythos is a set of agreements about a thing. And so what you agree to about a thing defines your reality. If you say Jesus is Lord, then Jesus will be your Lord. If you say Jesus is my teacher, Jesus will be your teacher. If you say Jesus is my brother, uh, then he will be your brother. If you say I am a Christ in Christ, well, that changes everything, right? Um, and so there's a whole different subset of understandings here. And I love that you know that, Martin. I love that you practice that. I love that you teach that. Because for me, what good is any of this if it doesn't change our lives, if it doesn't help and uh, help us actually manipulate reality for our good and for the good of others, right? Through the crystals in the pineal gland in your brain. Ooh, good, good connection, Molly. Good connection. That's a fantastic connection. I love that. Um, sorry, uh, I meant DNA found under Golgotha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Paula Lee. 
Uh, again, I'll look that up. If you have that article, shoot me a link to it. I'd love to check it out. CM Wolf, what is up, my friend? Welcome. Number five, we got a couple more here before I jump off today. Like I said, today's going to be a little bit short, a little bit short. So if you got stars, drop them. If you got some uh, stuff over on TikTok, you guys, drop them, share the stream, get it pumped up. I don't know why on TikTok lately, you know, it's, I guess, around the holidays, all of these platforms, they just, they want you to run ads. Don't tell anybody I told you that. Uh, so when you guys tip, it really helps boost my content up there. So thank you guys. I appreciate that. Uh, and that's something I don't do because I'm a creator guys. Like I'm, I'm a working, I'm a working stiff like everyone else, right? Like I'm a content creator. I spend a lot of time coming up with this stuff and, um, then, uh, ultimately, you know, is it a business for sure it is. And I invest in that, but I would rather invest in things that matter to me. Uh, like bettering our community and stuff like that, rather than just throwing money at something. So I rely on you guys to share things. I rely on you guys to pump it up, to tip, uh, to drop the hearts, all of the stuff, uh, even repost the content if you feel like it. So I uh, really, really appreciate all that. Thank you guys. All right. So this one, number five, Book of Parables. Um, you know, Book of Enoch, as we've talked about, is is a huge compendium of knowledge. It's not just one book. It's multiple different books, different pieces of text throughout the ages. The book of parables, mystical insights. And in that place, I saw the fountain of righteousness, which was inexhaustible. One Enoch 71.3. Esoteric interpretation, the book of parables can be viewed as a source of mystical insights, revealing eternal truths symbolized by the inexhaustible fountain of righteousness. And to redefine righteousness, too, because when Jesus uses the word righteousness, we talked about uh, many times he uses a word that in Greek actually means equality or equitable or impartiality. And so it's not when Jesus is saying, oh, you got to get right with God. He's saying you should see things as God sees them. Okay, see things as the quantum sees them, see things all connected. If you begin to see like that all these things will be added unto you. And that's the true mystery, guys. The biggest mystery of all time is the fact that nobody has told us how to interpret these correctly because you have to figure it out. Once you connect the mystery into your life and you plug the yin into yang and you make the two into one, boom, your third eye opens, your consciousness elevates, um, all of this stuff happens, right? And you're like, whoa, I can't even believe it. And it's disturbing at first. One of the first lines in Gospel of Thomas, Jesus says, seek and you will find. When you find, you'll be disturbed. Upon being disturbed, you will marvel and then you will reign over all. And so I'm, I want to reign over all. I don't know about you guys. I want to reign over all, okay? Again, not a popular thing. You don't hear that in church because they're looking for you to come back, not reign over the all. I want you to reign over the all, okay? Do I want you to join the community? Do I want you to support what we're doing? Absolutely. But have I won if you go out and I never see you again and you're reigning over the all? Yeah, absolutely. So that's the whole point of what I do here, guys. I want to set you free. I want to open your heart, open your mind. The only way I can do that is by opening my heart and opening my mind. I don't do it by some outward push to make you do it. I do it by the yin and the yang. I push myself and I receive from the universe. 
If I do that and I can do it publicly and authentically and share with people, that's the catalyst people need. Okay. Uh, because it's what I need. Okay. I don't need somebody that says, I know the way I need somebody that's like, man, this is, this is what I'm going through. This is how I am handling it. And to me, there's more respect in that because I can respect myself for that. And that's, that's the way I try to do it. So, uh, again, if your teachers tell you, look, the kingdom is in the sky, then the birds are closer than you are. Um, the day of judgment. All right, let's let's open this can of worms. Let's open this can of worms. Uh, you guys are having great conversations. I have no idea what you're talking about, but good for y'all. Glad that you're having the conversations. Uh, you receive to give. Absolutely, Teresa. Absolutely. Totally agree. What's up, Teresa? Welcome to the stream, my friend. Um, the day of judgment. Cosmic reckoning the day of judgment guys you've heard this sermon before right you've heard this movie okay they release a movie about this every year if not a dozen of them uh there's a brand new one on one of the streaming networks it's it's just the perfect soup of you know scare you into manifesting what's coming right and for me let's relook at the day of judgment here okay the day of judgment cosmic reckoning and in those days shall the earth also give back that which has been entrusted to it. 1 Enoch 91.10. Esoteric interpretation. The day of judgment can be interpreted as a cosmic reckoning where the earth returns all that has been entrusted to it, symbolizing the cyclical nature of cosmic justice. Okay, Just like d dust to dust, right? There's a cycle of everything. And as you've been given, as you freely receive, freely give, right? If you mimic those cycles, one of the first things that Enoch learned in this is view the planets. Do you see how they do not transgress their orbit? And again, the language is used. It's very, it's very, uh, you know, holy, even religious type language. You know, the transgression of the planets. If the moon were to get out of orbit around the earth, it would have transgressed its cosmic agreement. And that's how they viewed these things back then, right? And it's how we can view them now. Why are we trying to get out of orbit? Why are we trying to look for something else to orbit around? Like get into orbit with the yin and the yang, with you've received a life, give life. You've received uh, ab abundance, give abundance. You've received knowledge and forgiveness and love give it right i mean yin and yang give and receive divine feminine divine masculine make the two into one i don't know why we continue to look at the day of judgment as something that we're supposed to agree to and ultimately end up just manifesting all of these horrible things on the planet that oh well prophecy says this guys okay i'm going to do a whole series on prophecy esoteric prophecy and we're going to look at it in a whole different light uh, we talked the other day about the chakras and the book of Revelation. I'm telling you guys, it means a whole lot more and it changes your life a whole lot more if you take these things esoterically because I'm 30-something years here of taking things literally in a tradition that I grew up in, looking for Jesus on a cloud. I ain't never seen Jesus coming on a cloud and I'm tired of waiting, okay? Um, I'd rather receive him within. I'd rather become him, actually. I'd rather... Uh, adopt his spirit and join that light body and actually yoke myself to that spirit uh, and become the actual son of God. I think we all, all can, by the way. 
karma, absolutely, Paul Ali, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of what this is talking about, karmic cycles, burning karmic cycles. Sometimes you got to give it back. Sometimes the best way to burn karma is to let it go, right? Like give it to God, like uh, live, love, and let go, like all of these little things. Great way of completing a cycle. So could this be an upcoming cosmic event? Again, that's the thinking that keeps people locked in their armchairs, waiting the rest of their life only to find themselves on their deathbed, having watched the world gone by and never seen the coming of their God, of Jesus, of the new world, of whatever it is, right? Because it's a state. And I think that's what Jesus was talking about in a lot of these mystic texts, especially Gospel of Thomas. It's a state of being, not something that arrives in an event and a trumpets, right? Um, it's something that arrives with a sound, okay? The shofar within the om when you resonate at that frequency, that divine frequency. And I think that's a lot of what's missing in the interpretations of these, for me anyway, for me. I can't tell you how to interpret them. I'm just saying, for me, this has worked a whole lot better. It keeps me out of judgment. It keeps me out of anger. It keeps me out of any expectation beyond how can I tap into this today? How can I control what's going on within me? I can't control the way you act. I can't control my neighbor, but I can control me. I can control my responses. I can control my uh, inner systems, like my nervous system. I can regulate my breath. My wife comes home. She's all nervous, anxious. I can't control that, but I can sit here and go... I just regulated my nervous system. I just brought all my levels to center. Took me five seconds, guys. It's a decision and a choice and an authority and an agreement, period. That's, I think that's what all this is talking about. Paul Lee says, I like your interpretation better, Cub. Thank you, my friend. Finally, oh, let's open this can of worms. That can of worms get bigger as we go. This is number seven, the New Jerusalem divine restoration and there i saw a vision of the holy and great house okay you guys have heard the literal interpretation of the new jerusalem cube over and over and over but i want to take that cube and i want to take it from looking like a sugar cube and i want to turn it up on end where it looks like a four-pointed star and then i want to make that three-dimensional and i want to take another one and turn it on in and i want to make a merkaba and I want to build a light body, a new Jerusalem light body, bringing it down to the Holy Land with me as the temple, okay? Esoteric interpretation. New Jerusalem can be viewed as a vision of divine restoration, suggesting the ultimate realization of spiritual harmony and the dwelling place of the sacred and transcendent right here within my house. The Holy House is my house. The Holy House is your house. Again, I can't tell you how to believe and much respect to all the different belief systems out there that believe they have the house, they have the, you know, the temple, they have whatever. Okay. I'm not talking to them. Okay. Much respect, much, much love. By the way, respect all of them. One of the things that I cannot stand seeing in the comments is people, you know, putting a group of people and saying, well, it's this group of people and they just want dot, 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 or this group of people. Guys, 
Don't worry about them. Love them, okay? Like, don't even think that you're right over them. Like, what if they're right, okay? Like, think that. What if they're right? What if they do have the monopoly on that? What if they do have the the, the spot, right? Like, I'm just saying, uh, for me, guys, it's more about the journey. Enjoy the experience and love others and pretend like everybody is right. If you could do that, can you imagine what your reality would look like? Everybody's right nobody's wrong. Everybody's truth is true. Okay. And what if, what if this is a simulation and the whole point of it is to test if you're willing to find your truth, not adopt someone else's. Are you worthy of becoming a Christ? Are you worthy of being a leader of the new world? Are you worthy of building a light body and ascending into a higher realm and working on a higher level? Or are you going to go back around the merry-go-round of planet earth one more time let's do it again i'm telling you i don't want to go through the birth canal again so let's just let me let this be the last time i come here unless i choose it again for some reason i don't plan on it at this point i plan on working on higher realms after this but uh to each their own matthew absolutely lol um Let's see. Truth is truth. Absolutely, Rachel. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, everybody has a different truth. For one person, it is true that vanilla ice cream is absolutely the best ice cream in the world. For another person, it is true that vanilla ice cream is disgusting and it makes them bloated and they're lactose intolerant and they can't eat it and they don't even like the taste of it. Um, I've been on both sides of that coin. I am now after 2020. I won't go into that whole thing, but after 2020, I am now allergic to milk products for some reason or another. Um, and uh, I will tell you right now, my truth pre pre 2020 was vanilla ice cream, vanilla bean ice cream, just like my granddad used to get best ice cream in the world. You can put anything on it. It goes with anything. It's like a great rug that I have hanging behind me really ties the room or the meal together. Um, post 2020, now that I can't eat it, ugh, I don't even want it. I don't even like the taste of it. Uh, it just doesn't even, you know, it doesn't even get me going. And in fact, chocolate ice cream. Now, if I am going to make myself sick, I'll go for the chocolate because if I'm going to have it, I want the chocolate. Um, and those are both true in different timelines. Okay. Uh, that's why I say truth is purely, purely up to the point of view. And I, I go as far as to say um, that if it's your truth and you agree to it, then it is your reality and it is true in your reality. This is a very, very tricky subject and a very difficult and highly debated one amongst existentialists, amongst philosophers, amongst physicists, that um, if a particle can exist in two different states and even places, and you can have things like quantum entanglement and observation and double slit experiment and all of this stuff, who even knows what is real? Uh, there's, a, there's a study a guy did now on the fact that uh, what you smell, taste, hear, and see is not actually a true representation of an objective reality. It's actually your biological computer's interpretation of that. Just like you have an icon on a desktop um, and it has the internet symbol. It does not at all represent what the internet actually is. It represents your gateway to it. Okay. And so that's why I continue to argue that 
truth is purely up to the point of view. It's purely a, an experiential thing. Um, and for me, that's good enough right now. I'm not looking for any uh, particular objective truth, you know, in one subset of belief systems. I'm looking for a wider understanding, a deeper understanding that I just have peace in. And I got to tell you, I do. When I just go, hey, I don't know. And for me today, this is what I agree to. Uh, is it true that I'm a millionaire? Yes. Is it true that I'm not a millionaire? Yes. Is it true that I agree to be a millionaire? Yes. That is a whole different debate. And we're going to get into that on a whole nother episode. After the first of the year, we're actually going to do a whole money workshop on here. Talk about quantum money manifesting. And I got to tell you guys, there's some weird things I've discovered lately. And I got to share them. I got to share them with our, with our tribe. I have to. Like, uh, I got to probably not on the public. I'm probably going to share them privately behind, um, behind our community over there. Uh, just cause it's not something that the public is, you know, going to receive. Right. Um, if you do want access to that and all the other calls, we just did a fantastic call on Saturday. Um, we have another one on Saturday. We're going to be talking about Yule. There's a Wednesday night meetup. That's just, uh, uh, to go chit chat and get to know people. It's like a mingle, uh, you know, you can go mingle. Um, imagine it as like a networking event, a virtual networking event. Um, there could be anywhere from three people to 30 people on there. I don't know. Or uh, at some point, maybe 300. We don't know. Um, so even on Saturdays, sometimes we have a dozen people. Sometimes we have two, three. One Saturday, we had like four dozen people. We've got almost 150 in the community now. Um on our way to the 300 mark, my goal is 300 by March 19th on my birthday. That's all I want for my birthday. So please consider joining. It is half price right now. If you guys want to get in before the holidays, please do. I am closing enrollment down um, right after the holidays. When I do close it down, it will come back later at a higher price and it will not be 50% off. So if you want that locked in, just like a lot of people are doing, you can buy a year and it's locked in. And if you do renew it the next year, uh, once it renews, you know, you can cancel any time, by the way. But uh, once it renews, you know, you'll be locked in at that lower price. So you don't have to worry about even if I go up, I'm not some big corporate thing going up on you. So uh, please consider joining that. That's one of the best ways I can connect with you. You get our community, which is off of social media. It's over on my website. It's a great place to chat, uh, share within a private community, a safe space. Um, everything's organized by topics over there. I've got meetups, which are zoom calls on the weekends, um, uh, and Wednesday nights with the, the community. And then there's bonus vids over there, kind of my private feed area that I don't push out to the interwebs. Uh, when I have inspirations or mechanisms, I want to practice within my life and within the community, I'll post them over there. It's a fantastic place to do all that. So what do you guys think? Is this, um, you know, what do you guys think, especially like the new Jerusalem, this kingdom of heaven? Uh, is the kingdom of heaven different than the kingdom of God? Do they both coexist? Is there one that's actually trying to distract people from the other? What do you guys think? I have my theories on it. I'd love to hear what you think. Um, so comment below. Let me know what you think. Um, is, again, the kingdom of heaven that people are looking for, is that what Jesus was talking about? Or is he talking about something completely different? So, uh, non-dairy ice cream, Honeybee says. Yes, yes, thank you. Um, I need that yeah, coconut ice cream. That stuff is good. Um, 
Pez says, bro, I can't listen now, but please save this and put it as a podcast. Actually, you are listening to the podcast. So the mic goes to Spotify and Apple and all the stuff. So you can go download it on your favorite podcast platform, cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Just click on the podcast network you like over there and you can grab it anytime for free. Our community is everything. Teresa says, amen, my friend. Amen. Thank you. And Teresa, I can't wait to hear what you have on Saturday. Thank you. Uh, Teresa is going to be hosting Saturday's call with the rest of our moderators. So she's going to be sharing about Yule and some beautiful, beautiful understandings. We've been talking about the more naturalistic approach to celebrating the holidays. And she's got some really cool stuff to share. And I cannot wait to hear what you have, my friend. Uh, Everything is weird and crazy on this place we call earth nelson says amen my brother openness cody says yes yes absolutely paul lee says the journey is more important than the destination i think this life we live in is a game i uh do play it well um absolutely absolutely um it is i think it's a game that's why uh my logo has a little game piece in it it's my raven spirit animal as a little chess piece with the checkerboard coming up on the bottom. Um, I do have those available, by the way. Um, If you guys want a hoodie, I've got my hoodie on the way, Uh, but you can go check that out at cubkuker.com. Use the code CHRISTMAS15, and you're going to get 15% off, by the way. I cannot guarantee that by Christmas now. Um, I did a horrible job promoting these, so I'm, I apologize. So I'm going to continue the discount on those through the holidays. So if you do want to do rush shipping and maybe get it by Christmas or New Year's, you know, you can uh, do that and I'll cover, um, you know, at least uh, 20% of that so or 15% right now. So I may bump that to 20, by the way. So um, if you do want one, message me and I'll get you a direct link and make sure you get a good discount on it. So check them out because they're really really nice quality now i switched printers um just fyi so all right what other questions comments concerns do we have molly says uh, i feel like the kingdom of heaven is within you the kingdom of god is the fleshy reality interesting interesting um yeah and i can see that i can see that it's funny because i actually view them like flip-flop to that i always view kingdom of god as the quantum intelligence um it's the all and then the kingdom of heaven is an extraterrestrial revelation basically come to distract from the true kingdom within that's what i like speculate if ancient astronaut theory is true and if there is like an, a physical kingdom that we all may see at some point like come down every prophecy has their gods returning like every culture has their gods returning so i view kingdom of heaven or oreos being the sky gods coming back down so again if it's literal uh, if it's not then that makes perfect sense because the gods would be like the little g gods the kingdom of the gods and then the kingdom of heaven being heaven as a different dimension so that totally makes sense as well. But I love that. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I ask questions too. It always changes my perspective a little and I understand how other people think as well. So it's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, as above, so below, as uh, within, so without, absolutely. Creator Dana says, yes. Uh, Ave Christus Rex. I don't know what that means. Guys, I don't speak Latin. I know a lot of Greek, a lot of Greek and a little bit of Hebrew. So um I have a lot of people drop Latin phrases on me and assume that I'm into esotericism and I understand that. 
I'm way more into Gnostic Greek esotericism than anything else. Uh, the Latin eludes me completely. I have not figured that out yet. I will one of these days, but it's just one of those things, everything in stride. So um, it depends on which God's kingdom. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. The kingdom of heaven is both within us, Paula says, uh, and above us or on a higher vibrational plane as above, so below. Yeah, absolutely. Man, we got people vibing on the same frequency today. Got Honeybee and Paula Lee with their thoughts matching up. You got Molly and Teresa with their thoughts matching up. Um, I love it. I love it. You guys are, um, everybody's all uh, in synchronicity. I love it. Um, awesome. Pez says, uh, I've been listening to it uh, all. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. If you want the good audio, though, go hit up Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, those are the best places. My YouTube channel is youtube.com slash at C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R, just like my handle here. So, uh, and you can find all that on my website, which is my link in bio. So anyway, I love you guys. I hope you guys have an awesome day. I've got family stuff tonight. So we've got family in town. Holidays are already heating up around here. So we've got a lot of stuff going on, but I promise I'm going to keep on trucking even through the holidays here, pumping out awesome, awesome content. Go check out. I, I released some shorts today. Uh, I've got a lot more photo posts going out too. Um, on TikTok, I'm doing them as stories. And then on Facebook and Instagram, I've got uh, photo posts. So if you don't have time to watch a video, a lot of us don't right now. So the photo posts are for those of us that are like trying to quietly like at our desk, look at, you know, Facebook or TikTok or YouTube and, and not have the audio on. So hopefully those help just kind of connect everyone and keep everybody at a higher vibration with, with bigger thoughts about things. So hope that helps. Um, Y'all have an awesome day. Um, you can always check the description. Look at all my notes, the show notes there. I do my best to organize them. Um, I normally write out all my thoughts and then uh, organize them into, you know, kind of bullet points for you guys. So um, hopefully those help. And as you read through Book of Enoch, um, think about it in these esoteric terms, like I said, you know, instead of trying to figure out how oh, this happened and which God was it and all this stuff, like think about the terminology used. It talks about the Lord of days. Think about that being the purveyor of days, like father time. Think about uh, the Lord of the earth being the one that's um, managing the three dimensional realm. Think about uh, the, the most high on high being the one that's set above all of the reality, right? Like uh, think about it from different perspectives and it'll really help unlock a lot of the keys for it for you, I believe, because it has been for me. I used to read it as like, how does this literally connect to the Bible? How does this literally connect to the literal story? And now that I'm reading it as how does this connect to my life, being born, existing in this world? Where did I come from? Where am I going? All of these things, it totally unlocks a different frequency. So you can grab that over on my Amazon page as well. Uh, scroll down to the bottom of my website and there's my Amazon link, or you can scan this QR code. I get a little kickback from each book sale. So thank you guys for that as well. Uh, and catch up on your Latin, LOL. Yeah, I know. I'm telling you, I never even took a Latin class. Like you would think I would, but um, I have to look up every Latin phrase. I'm getting to the point now where Greek, if I see a Greek word, I normally know the Greek root word and I'm, I'm much better on knowing what that's rooted in or what the meaning of that might be. So. 
you got to start somewhere. Two years ago, I didn't have a clue how to do any of this. So that's pretty good, pretty good speed reading there for learning something, I would say. But, uh, but yeah, Latin is next on my, uh, next on my list. So absolutely love these esoteric messages. Thanks. Honeybee says, absolutely. My friend, I do too. I've been really vibing on them. I hope you guys are enjoying them. Um, you know, some people say I ramble too much on these, but it's cause it's an abstract journey, you know, put your earbuds in, go run at the gym and enjoy the message, right? Enjoy thinking deeper. Think about what does this mean? Like, don't think about, Oh, cub said this. Think about what does this mean to me? Um, and that's what I like about these personally. So I'm not here to teach you some verbatim point of view about something, but rather open up the possibilities. Let's open up more cans of worms, right? So I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. God bless you. Peace. Namaste. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Paula Lee, Shelly. Thank you, Honeybee. Um, who else did we have? Lots of people. I missed a lot of people. Hexican. Thank you, Cody. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Tim, for joining. Um, who else did we have? Uh, William. Thank you. Thank you guys over on TikTok. I love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. God bless you and peace.